And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. The keys to my blood clot, Bimar, big time driller, monkey to gorilla. Who is this woman that I'm seeing in the mirror? Drink 42 and smoke cigar. Name one time where I didn't deliver. Silent figure. I was just on the ends, dropping gems with my friends. I got a 3310 and a pack of blems. Then got the gold full black. Pack of blems. So back again. Welcome when. to 2023 Ooh, That is someone called Little Sims. That is her song, Gorilla, and I love it. And I don't even know who she is, but she appears to be a British rapper of some kind. How are you guys? I meant the listeners. Let me turn up. Zuckerman and Ligerman. How are you guys? Happy New Year, Spike. Happy New Year. I meant how are the listeners? How have you been? How was your break? Was it good? There was a lot of insanity. I was up in South Lake Tahoe. We'll get to that in a minute in the Defender. Let me just fade this out. We lost a Pope. We lost Barbara Walters. And then last night, yesterday, we lost Ken Block. What the hell? Yeah. It's, uh, it's been a depressing start to uh, 2023, but, um, but Jerry, Jeremy Renner, we almost lost him. We, lo- we, we, we almost lost a guy on television at the, the Monday Night Football who gets hit with a helmet in the chest in between beats and may die, may perish. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was like a roll of tragedies. Barbara oh, Walters, not so much. What's Barbara, the, I missed her, not the, so much. But the third? About the Pope? The Pope? Yeah, he wasn't nah. the Pope anymore. He resigned. He quit her. That organization has protected a lot of criminality for a while, <laughs> so they can all burn. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, well, if we're going to go there. Yeah, I was so we won't even go there, the but Ken Block, yeah. Ken, yesterday Ken, I was yeah. on my phone, and, and I'm looking, and I'm like, what? What's, why are there so many Ken Block pictures on my Instagram? And they were tributes, and I was like, my God. And I said, Ken Block mm-hmm. died. Both my kids, 12, mm-hmm. 14, I didn't expect them to even react. They're like, Ken Block's dead? really upsetting yeah he seemed bulletproof and you know snowmobile though he didn't die like you know drifting a 1400 power uh, horsepower mustang off pike's peak it was riding a stupid snowmobile yeah no it's it's unbelievable an incredible guy who created a lot of great talent the jim connor video series were really amazing insane right i I know you knew him johnny i didn't really know him i never i'd never met him i mean but i do admire i do admire what where he came from and what he did, he was. Uh, do you know where he got his money, Zuckerman? Sneakers, sneakers. Right. Yeah. Do you know With where he Rob, got the inspiration? DC shoes. Yeah, Rob Deerdeck and that whole crew of people. They were skateboarders. Yeah, he was a long time. I think Long Beach resident, California resident. Yeah, he's where from he, like near Glamis, so San Diego. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. His where he a regular guy, and yeah. he was a guy who was a skateboarder first. And he noticed that skateboards were really ruining shoes. And he thought, well, why don't I make some uh, skateboarding sneakers before anyone had done it? Um, that, that, you know, when the board hits the side and hits the laces and the different parts of the shoes, it, and DC Shoes takes off. That's where he makes his money. That's where he starts. He starts making these little YouTube videos, and suddenly they take off. Really an incredible showman who kind of blended so many different genres of driving into his own thing and an original. And uh, it's a shame. 
that he has, yeah, has passed I mean, away. My thing, you know, like you said, like he made, I think he sold the shoes for like over a hundred million. I mean, he made real money doing that. So he could have just retired, but instead then he started driving. And the thing, you know, I, I did one work thing with him. And what I was impressed with was like, you know, you know this between takes, what do, what do people do, right? They look at their phone, they eat craft services. He just kept practicing so that the next take he could jump higher, go faster, climb higher. You know what I mean? So like, I was just blown away by his work ethic because I knew who he was and all that. But I was just like, wow, this guy makes all of us look terrible. He doesn't quit. Yeah. So we had just run into him. Not literally. We had passed him. Jerry and I were driving uh, over the well, summer, that's right? right. And yeah, he was yeah, supposed yeah. to come on the show, and, and mm. I, I saw him in yep. one of his Hoon mobiles. Yep. He really popularized the word Hoon. Yeah, Hooniverse. And uh, I, don't, I don't know. We never, we never, ever connected. But anyway, sad news about the guy. And, yeah, good, uh, good dude. He's going to be missed. Uh, unique. There aren't that many guys out there doing a thing that no one else is really doing. He right? made his own thing. Yeah. Yeah. He really did. And he made it multicultural. He was awesome. Yeah. Jeremy Renner was also my buddy, Jeremy Renner. I actually don't know. <laughs> he almost died in South Lake Tahoe. I can tell you, look, here's what happened in case you don't know what happened in South Lake Tahoe. It's in 48 hours, they got four foot of snow and I was there and I saw it. <laughs> and if I hadn't been there, you would not believe what I saw. What did you see? And and Jeremy Renner somehow I don't I don't know he was not nearby he was he somehow his, he was like snow plowing or snow yeah, plowing by and himself it, had his own personal snow plow and had his own personal accident and he was trying to clear a path in his uh, a snowed five bedroom ranch in Lake Tahoe and apparently this thing that he uses this truck <laughs> this snowcat. Uh, has some mechanism that stops it from tipping over that didn't work that <laughs> failed Zuckerman. Mm. Uh, Zuckerman failed. Zuckerman's on his phone listening. <laughs> and hit his leg. He started bleeding out. Luckily, there was a doctor next door or something, and they applied they, a tourniquet. They uh, they they airlifted him out, and Jesus. and he's been having surgery. But I again, I might have just read that story had I not been there and gone, yeah, yeah, that happens. <laughs> yeah, but. It was biblical, you're saying. It was biblical. <laughs> that so, much, no. Look, I was up there for three days of skiing, okay? The first day we were up there, it, we were in the clouds. We were pelted in the face with hail. It was one of those days where you're like, do I, do I like this? No, I don't. But the kids are having a good time. And we came down for the mountain. And the next day, you know, I'm getting to that age, Zuckerman, where I'm just like, I, I don't want to ski on a day that's not a kind of warmish, sunny day. I'm not up for the rest of it. I'm not up for the rest of it. Right. right. You don't want to freeze. I'm not up for any of it. So I'm looking at the weather report and I'm like, God, there's a lot of snow. So either this is going to be a great powder day or, you know, a day where we might. The next day, it just rains like crazy. So no one wants to ski. Thank God. Right. I'm at my friend's house, one of my longtime friends from New York. Uh, uh, we're family friends. We have kids the same age. We love hanging out with them. And uh, we're going to have a, a New Year's Eve party there. That's the plan. Right. Sounds great. Rain rained out one, the, that day, right? We roll, everybody just hangs. We're all cabin. The next day is New Year's Eve, right? The snow starts coming down like crazy. Everybody gets uh, dressed up. I'm supposed to go snowmobiling. That's what mm-hmm. I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to do what our friend was doing. You could have been Ken Block too. We're going to get on a bus and drive to the top of the mountain and do some wild uh, snowmobiling, which I was frankly very excited about. Right. Um, 
we get the kids loaded into the into the cars, and we all get a text from Heavenly Mountain. The, the mountain's closing, <laughs> which is not that's, something that's rare. I've done a lot of skiing. Yeah, usually you get to the mountain for the fresh snow. The downed power lines combined with the amount of snow up high that was headed our way just closed the damn thing down. And I'll put it. I'll put some pictures up on my Instagram, and you can see what we were dealing with. So the moms say, well, at least we're going snowmobiling. Well, that text just runs in right after it. No, no, thank you. Please don't come. So the moms say, well, let's go to the movies, right? The dads say, hey, there's a blizzard going on. You could go in. Why don't we stay Stay where we are? Shelter in place. Shelter in place. This can get dangerous. Now, I think you guys probably know the look. I got at that point. Right. Yeah. Stop exaggerating, Spike. Right. Get in the car. Just because you don't want to go doesn't mean. Yes. Yeah. Be a family. And I said, look, team player. I'm going to drive you guys there. I'm not going to the movies. I don't want to sit in a movie theater just because I don't want to get sick for a movie that I can rent (laughs) right here at home. Sure. So I backed my truck out of the garage. We have two, uh, we have Range Rover, we have my Defender, right? And and this guy lives on a side street near the mountain that doesn't get plowed. And there's already a foot plus of uh, ice slush on the lowest level and then fresh snow. And you have normal tires. You don't have normal tires, but I've got my Defender. And I, and frankly, as I came through the pass through the snow, it does just fine. It does fine. I back, back out and the uh, weight of the truck just start sliding down the hill like one of those videos, one of those YouTube videos. Like, yeah, yeah, there I go. Right? Into the guy who lives across the street who's, uh, let me see if I can find this guy's name. I love this guy. He really was making us laugh. Um, old uh, ski patrol guy. Oh, don't tell me I, di- I didn't bring another page Uh-oh. of my show, which is- Early onset Alzheimer's. It's happening. Uh-oh. What was Here his name? Werner Verklempt of the ski patrol. <laughs> No, I have it here somewhere. Anyway, very nice guy. It was Greg, I think. Yeah, it was Greg. That was his name. Greg is standing there. He's he's that friendly neighbor type guy. Watching you. Watching us the dumb. whole time, making sure that the house does. He's he's up there, retired ski patrol uh, with his wife, and he's just shoveling the same row of snow for hours, talking to people as they're going by, because kids are going up to slide, and skiers are going, well, if we're not going to be able to drive up the hill, there are a bunch of houses below us that nobody was getting up. Didn't matter chains or anything else. You're not getting up. So they're walking up and he's chatting with them and he sees me back out and shaking his head. He goes, you know, it's not really the time to do it. And he was right. <laughs> right. And some, you know, I pop it into a million different modes. Didn't matter. Yeah. Not going up. Yeah. Managed to slide my way back into the driveway. And I go, that's that. Stop my friend Kevin. It's a don't back up. We're just going to be blocking plows. Um, the moms were like, well, I guess we're spared. We were spared. We were being protected. Uh, that's why we didn't go. And I said, yeah, being protected from your ideas, from your ideas <laughs> to go out in a blizzard. Right, right. So we're going to plan game night and have a fun New Year's Eve. And it's going to be the fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. We got teenage boys there. They, they say, let's go down to the five guys, which is about a mile away. How? We're going to walk. Oh, stupid. I say no. Good. Everyone else has let- wonder how people die in these places. <laughs> we're listening yeah. to we're Listen listening to the to story. The, I right. know right. exactly. This is how so you gonna, die. This is how Let's you get a die. burger. <laughs> the parents were kind of on the fence, to be fair, but the kids were just like, "We could do it. We're pioneers." And I, like you know, 
pioneers didn't have snow plows and people driving blind. This is so- like a Jack anyway. London novel where you have to cut into your child's stomach and put your hands into the warm cavity to try to light the matches to, to survive. Yes. Right, right. Yes. Right. That's right. So did they did they go get the burger? No, I shut it down mm. and they were pissed. And I said, look, at some point you're going to see the wisdom of this choice, but I'm trying to keep you idiots alive. Right, right, and you're right. you're 14 and you're all idiots. Right. And they're laughing and whatever. So we all stay in for the big game night, right? But as we're arguing about this, this argument that didn't go away, giant blue flash in front of the house. <laughs> the first of many downed power lines oh, yeah. from a foot of snow st- stacked in the thinnest way on them. And boom, we've got nothing. And I said, see, you look, where it dropped literally on the spot where they were sledding. Right. I just go, do you guys, do you guys understand this? Right. right? So we end up having this one of those wonderful, memorable nights of games and candles. And, you know, there was there were seven or eight games the girls planned and prizes. And uh, the in the middle was a karaoke contest that neither me or Kevin or, or his older son wanted to do. No electricity. Didn't have to do it. Oh, Things great. are going yeah. our way. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. At the end of game night, right at 1130. Electricity comes back on. Perfect. Huzzah. A perfect night. Right. right? We had a great time. We're about to go to bed. And I say to uh, my hosts, I say, so tomorrow I'm looking out this window where I couldn't get out like six hours ago. And now it's really devastating. Right. So it's gone from how does that work? A foot and a half to four feet. How does that work? We we have a private uh, plow guy. Yeah. And the plow guy's going to plow our driveway and we'll, we'll have him do the street. And I'm looking at the street. It's like 100 yards of street. And I'm like, okay, we'll see. He goes, but most likely in the middle of the night, the guys uh, from the city will come. Fantastic. Three in the morning. I'm right facing the street, sleeping there. I see a yellow flashing light. I hear some noise. I just, just open my eyes for a second like this. Second. I go, oh, the plow guy. I'm going to be able to drive home tomorrow. This is fantastic. Right? Go back to bed. Wake up seven in the morning. Look out. The, the, the driveway is plowed. The street is not. It's frankly way worse than it has been. <laughs> but there's a, there's a Toyota 4Runner in the driveway. And, and a guy gets out with a felt hat and a feather in it. <laughs> and I think, well, that's, that's an interesting hat for a plow guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> a felt hat and a feather. Then four more people get out of the 4Runner. <laughs> and they have nose rings. One has blue hair and camo girl one has pink hair and camo they're all kind of freaked out looking one one guy is wide-eyed and vaping and he looks really angry <laughs> it's hard to be on drugs in, in a four-runner all night yeah. kevin and i go downstairs we go what's up guys they go we just spent the night in your driveway we were uh these guys were really fucked up these guys were really drunk i was the designated driver that was the, this guy gregory And uh, we tried to get up the hill and we slid into your driveway and we just decided to sleep here. And both Kevin and I were just like, Jesus, thank God you're still breathing because that's how you die. Well, we left the car running. So they left the car running from three to four. And this guy, Greg, is happy living in his car. The other people were very unhappy. And I said, well, if you're dropped. Why don't you go to the girl's house down the end of the street that you dropped off? Nah, we, we were just happy where we were. We didn't think we'd be able to get back down there either. What high a mess. Tight. So where high are you? So now, oh. and who comes out of his house at that know. point? Greg, who? the Greg. ski patrol guy. So guy. now it's yeah. now we got a group. They take off. We're here. It's noon. 
I can't, I want to leave. I want to get out of here because I got a seven hour drive, right? And uh, a, a, a little Toyota truck, four, four by four, scoots up the street with snow tires, somehow makes it very light. And snow I go, tires. Now's my moment. Yeah. Now is my moment. By the way, the Forerunner had snow tires, big, fat, chunky ones, and didn't work. All right. Was, was there ever a St. Bernard? And he broke his... Uh, he broke his front diff, I think, or so. He only had uh, then uh, rear wheels and yeah. no locking capabilities. There was no Saint Bernard with a cask of rum in in this story. Anywhere. Brandy, brandy, brandy. No, we brought coffee to everybody and food, and you know. But they were so. You know, imagine having a hangover. On what if you're deal. still high? Yeah. So I say, let's load up the car, say our goodbyes, get out of here, which we do. Greg stands there with his shovel, shaking his head again. And I make it halfway up the hill until I slide all the way back down. Oh, wow. Right into a snow drift and then into a, a situation that I cannot get out of. Sideways up against the snow drift. Look at picture four on my Instagram right there. Really frustrated, trying every single mode that that Land Rover has to offer. Uh, mud, snow, YouTube, the whole thing. It's not going anywhere. And somehow we managed to dig ourselves out, get back to the garage where I put on what's known as the tire sock. Mm -hmm. Do you know what the tire sock is? I know what the tire sock is. I just happen to have some tire socks in the truck. I put them on the back. I put some chains on the front. I had injured my knee. This was two hours of trying to get up this hill. I had reached the point of full failure. Where I'm, Were you coming unglued? No, I'm, no just defeated. It's very <clears> rare that, that I'm point. 100% defeated, but I slipped, I hurt my knee, yeah. and I said, I'm defeated. I'm done. I, I reached that point much quicker, but I know that point very well. Now, yes. Do these, these tire socks, do they come in the car? No, no. I bought them for the last Range Rover Sport, and I kept them just to show the cops in case they stopped me that I had something, but they weren't the right ones. They didn't exactly fit right, but they I was able to get them on there, but... Our friend Greg, the guy with the felt hat and the feather, he's still with us. Uh, Daniel was his name. Greg, the guy across the street, he's still with us. Uh, 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 Kevin and his son Bobby, we all outfit. It's a block party. It's insane. This is what you do. It is insane. And we get everything on there. We say goodbye again. We get in the truck and I blasted up that hill full barrel and made it. And it was one of it the It was most, the socks or the chains? It was everything. I lost one of the chains halfway up. That's how much I'm wow. barreling. One of the chains on the front, boom, just off. Uh, who knows what it did to under my truck. Bad stuff. I got to the top. I was so happy, but so goddamn tired. And that, <laughs> that began our drive home, which, you know, I won't bore you anymore with it, except as we're going over the pass and leaving Tahoe, giant boulders had fallen from, I mean, as big as this room, Zuckerman, in the middle of the road, traffic moving at, at uh, two miles an hour, and we had a 10 and a half hour drive oh, back. sounds lovely. And uh, It sounds horrible. This whole vacation <laughs> in the altitude where you can't sleep, you can't digest, you just fart, you just the whole, I hate, there's, I hate I blow my nose. everything about 
that kind of vacation. But this is but this is what happened when you said the whole neighborhood's having a block party. Like we went to Big Bear, I think it was last year, the year before, and this these two couples from Mexico showed up and they rented a rear wheel drive Dodge Charger and we got like seventeen inches of snow or something. So they're completely stuck. The dude next door has like this built up Toyota FJ with like hooks and everything coming off of it. So I tell him, I'm like, hey, you should pull this this charger out, you know? And his hooks are so big that they can't even fit around the rental car tow hooks. Ugh. So I'm like, well, I have something. I had a Mercedes with snow tires on it and yanked them right out. But that's what you do. You stand around and you shovel a little bit. It doesn't work. You shovel a little more. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You get to know your neighbors. It's, it's, it is a kind of fun. Doesn't sound. It's not fun. It does, not Look, so it been, here's it. It, it would have been fun if you didn't have the, the 10 hour drive. And the snow. There yeah. really was a victorious moment where you are. Look, when I think of what this world has to offer as just unforgiving places, you got to go with space is number one, the most unforgiving space. Then you'd have to go with the ocean, probably. Or one of these deserts in Bolivia. Mount Everest, Mount Everest. Everyone dies. The oceans. And then three, I would say snowy mountain terrain. It, you know, when I, as coming back and then reading about these tragedies, I totally understood them in a different way. You well, look it, at, because the blizzard especially is benign. It has no personality. Sure. It's fun. It is absolutely beautiful out. And then you look you're, at Buffalo. You're, you're, you're looking around, right. And you, and, and you're just, you're thinking like, it's okay now. I'll let me get out in my car. And, you know, in Tahoe proper, where things were flat and there was a lot of snow on the road, the Defender is just flying along. It's doing great. There were, there were just cars all over the place. The, 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 the plow guy said, stay off the road because one of his guys lost his wheel with yeah. chains. And he said, we're hitting cars. But it's this is a mess. This is like, again, this is climate chaos. We're witnessing this. Like you mentioned Buffalo, right? I was in New York two days ago. So, you know, how many people died in Buffalo because of 20? snow? No, more. It was like 30-something. Really? December 30th, I'm standing on top of the Empire State Building on the 86th floor with my hoodie off because it's so hot. Right. It's climate chaos. Climate I mean, it's just, chaos. It's just, it's, this is going to get worse and worse. I and called worse. my mother in Philadelphia. She said it was 20 degrees, but it was supposed to be 70 in two days. Yeah. Well, makes no sense. Yeah. I'm just going to give uh, tire socks some love. Because keep those in your wallet with the other socks. Look, we we had the experience that I'm sure many of you out there have had, where we're I'm stuck in a snowdrift and we're trying to put the chains on, and I'm seeing all sorts of man ass because guys are leaning over. I'm leaning. We're trying to get under. We're cutting our fingers. Greatest. The tire sock is like putting on a pillowcase. You put it on the back. You roll forward a little bit. And then you put on the, the bottom side, and then it just jammed right up the hill. And, and a guy stopped me at the top of the hill. He goes, those things work? And I go, uh, a few minutes ago, I would have said, there's no chance this works. But they absolutely work. I was going to say, though, how long are you keeping the Defender for? Because if you're keeping it more than a year, put, like, snow tires on it. Just put three-peak tires, because you won't slide around like that. I know, I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. But What am I going to say? You're going to say, everybody was sliding around. And I'm going to say, no, not everybody. If you put... If you actually put no, everybody was snow tires. It, yes, for an hour or two. If a horrible blizzard. No, it's snow. on this one road. Okay, on this one road, which was an elevated road, which was was an incline. I but, can't tell you the percentage, but it was ice underneath fresh snow. It was not a. It wasn't a good situation for anybody without chains and big overinflated have tires. Your kids in the car, 
Just put the snow tires on. No. They're, they, they work no. so well. Not going to do that. Why? For one, Can't tell them anything. For one, <sighs> one trip a year? Yeah, for one trip a year. Because you, you won't slide off the road if, let's say... But you I were, didn't. <laughs> I took 395 all the way up on top of ice and snow and was fine. All right. This, this okay. was two feet of snow on a road with ice underneath and frozen. It was a different situation I will tell with you, an elevation. I went to Mexico... It was lovely. I took my M5. Even on the way back, I drove. It was four hours door That's to door. Lovely. Stopped at the border. I drove over 100 miles an hour in Mexico, 100 all the way up. None of this nonsense. I had the greatest drive <laughs> of my life. Do you think Good. I picked Tahoe? Is that what you think? You agree to it. Well, of course. I would never agree to it. When my, when kids, my kids, I'm trying to help my kids. When my nice kids childhood, they went with their mother skiing. I'm not going to that shit. <laughs> I drew the line. I'm going skiing on Thursday. So I don't do the mountains anymore. The last time I was in the mountains. Do you have little kids? I did. Yeah, you don't now. But when I did, I didn't go. Don't you think they missed that experience? Oh, well, geez, they had other experiences. <laughs> trust me, they have enough experience. You don't think they would like to be up there with their dad going, look what I just did? You know what James okay. and I did? We did a double diamond together. Let me just. You know what it's like to be stuck. You know what it's it? like to see your dad passing you in the ski patrol in the little in the little canoe thing in, yeah. the, in the sled. In the in, is that what you're afraid of? That's what I saw my dad. I saw my dad. He had fallen, broken his wrist, and he was on this ski stretcher. Which and uh, did you follow the stretcher down, or did you keep skiing? He said he was angry as usual. Just do what you're doing. Just keep skiing. And, and I think that that probably scarred me. And I, my, Was he an accomplished skier? No, of course not. Are you? Yeah. Oh, you're accomplished. On what level well, well, If he's doing double black, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm not doing it. I got better things to do. They want to go skiing, they can go skiing. No, I've been skiing since I was a kid. I'm not a great skier, but I know how to ski. But I'm curious, did your dad never, has he, had he never skied before and just Pretty brought much you up never. to the Right. Pretty much. Now, I skied all the time as a kid. And the, uh, my last skiing was on the Millennium. When it was January 1st of 2000, I went skiing. And I said, you know what? This is terrific. And I'm done. Not doing this again. I'm going to be a big bear <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be skiing. It's going to be great. Let me do an ad, please. Yes. Now, a word from Athletic Greens. What is Athletic Greens? Well, one delicious scoop. You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your focus, your recovery, everything. We use it here on Spike's Car Radio. It's right here. Zuckerman is uh, snorting two lines of it right now, aren't you, Zuckerman? It's lifestyle-friendly whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything while still tasting good. It costs you less than $3 a day. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews, and it's recommended by professional athletes like Johnny Lieberman, strongman Johnny Lieberman. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and 5 free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash spike 911 athleticgreens.com slash spike 911 to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, we're back. 
Johnny drove in on the Porsche 911 uh, Carrera T. T. In a lovely Python green. Mm-hmm. 992. 992. Yeah, it's right out there. You T. walked right by it. Did you not I know, see it? It was very pretty. Yeah. It's, uh, it's cool. It's I'm, got, uh, uh, hold on, sports seats, uh, four-way sports seats. It's got a seven-speed uh, manual transmission, power steering plus. I'm looking at the, uh, the recommended uh, sticker price for this deal. 128 530 Really affordable. When compared to other right. <laughs> beastly GT cars. Right, right, right. And how long have you had it now? Uh, it got dropped off at uh, 9.30 this morning. Wow. Okay, so, so it's very, very fresh. Very Did you fresh. drive the last one? Oh, yeah. The last one I love. And this I one? I love. This one's probably better. I haven't really got to drive. First of all, it's kind of raining out, so it's on summer tires. Mm-hmm. So not a great day. But this is a terrible week. I'm probably going to have to get the thing back because... A, I'm going skiing this weekend. B, it's just everything's a mess. Why don't you tell them to give it to me? Uh, I could do that, sure. Yeah. I'll take it up with Matt Farah. We'll do a little comparo. Yeah. How does it drive? What do you think? Do you have any idea? I think it's great. Yeah, I think it's good. I mean, it's like the T was the was the kind of the, like, I think a GTS is better. But I think, you know, if you're like, yeah, do I want a Carrera S for performance or do I want the T... T's a little bit less money. Yeah, it's a little bit less power, but who cares? You could chip it if you needed to. But it's just, they put this little, you know, it's three years now into the development of the 992. So all the tricks they learned while building it and building the GT3 and building the turbos and the GTS and everything, now they can apply it to the entry-level car. And that's where the T comes from. And it's just, it's just, it feels special to drive. You know, so you're yeah. saying it's a delightful car. I like it so far. Now, I didn't do much. I didn't do much yet, but I, I imagine like the last one was one of my favorite 911s I ever drove. I mean, I had one really? of the best drives of my life. Yeah, it was. Like, it was one of those boys' weekends. We had like you know three other Porsches and a McLaren, and we went mm-hmm. up to Big Sur and Santa Cruz and all that. And it was just an awesome weekend. The best roads. Nobody was out. But why would you get this versus a manual gearbox 992? Uh, lighter. It's got the rear seat delete. Uh, it's got a little bit less sound deadening, and they, you know, it's a little bit less ex- exhaust padding. Uh, they've tweaked the suspension a little bit, so it's just you know you're getting like ten to fifteen percent more Sweet performance spot. that isn't power, but you're getting all you know a little bit better handling, a little bit more sound, a little bit more rawness, and uh, I don't know. And, you, and you, it's one of those things they won't ever like say it to you, but you get around a lot of Porsche guys, and you bring up the T. I mean, when I say Porsche guys, employees, and they're just like, oh yeah, the T's, yeah, that's a special car, kind of like a wink, wink. So they do something to it. They put some parts on it that are quite good, and it's a good deal. Kind of like how the GTS is a good deal. Um, I think I would guess that if you're in the market for one of the GT cars and you can't swing the price, this is what you're looking at, right? A special car that's yeah. a 911, like you said, rear seat delete that feels special, yep. but more special than a normal 911. Yeah, and, and you're off sixty, seventy grand. Yeah, yeah, or or with you know after dealer markup or whatever it's called, like even more than that. But plus, easy to chip. I mean, right? And that everything's a turbo now, so you can chip this thing up to five hundred horsepower without thinking about it. Really? Sure. Let's drive this thing. Yeah. 500? I mean, it's three, what is it, 390, uh, 385, yeah. like stock, 100 horsepower. Yeah, sure. And, uh, you know, why would you get the Sport Classic? Get this. You'll make as much power, and it's rear drive, and it's a manual, and it had, doesn't you know, doesn't have a rear seat. It probably holds its value well, because it's a little special. A little, little special, yeah. Probably, yeah. Probably not going to lose money. Mm. I think they're cool. I like the mm. T. You know, our, our, our touring is out the door, Zuckerman. I, I put it in a truck over the brake. And it's right. in Florida at Porsche Clearwater right now. I saw a picture of it on their Instagram last night. 
as did I. <clears throat> Very happy with how this all worked out. Yeah, it's fun. It's uh, the Plan Z uh, GT3 Touring is for sale. Go down, talk to Mike down there, and he'll hook you up. You can own the car. It's awesome. We're excited. And uh, everyone's like, already? Already? Well, we got two more coming. We, we got two more coming. <laughs> <laughs> and they've weirdly synced up to be around the same time. I think listeners, I think listeners, okay, listen to this, listeners. As much as I love the touring, and I do love that car, um, I think the way we have spec'd out these next two Zuckerman are really going to make people happy. And They're going to look good together, too. We know the GT4 RS is Oslo Blue, but it's got some special uh, wishes things on it that I think you'll appreciate. And uh, I can announce this. Oh. Let me announce this about the GT3 RS. Breaking news. That... That uh, yeah, breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Can't wait to read about it. Uh, I will on the Drudge it. Report. <laughs> Ferriston and Zuckerman announce a hint about their spec. That that Zuckerman and I and uh, uh, have counseled Jerry, but the real counsel for this spec on the GT3 RS has come from uh, none other than Andreas Pruniger. The big man. The man. Ooh. Who, uh, uh, I came in, I was confused like anybody would be when they're doing this stuff. And Zuckerman and I had been back and forth and we didn't know where to go. And I built a lot and showed a lot of pictures and there was no nothing. And then Pruny looked at it all and said, you want this and you want it like that. And, he put uh, down his heavy metal guitar, yeah. and he and yes, he, he did this out. Yeah, and uh, man, I guess I say you guys are lucky. That's cool that he does that for you. That's uh, it was no, yeah. yeah, it was really me just asking him questions over Instagram, just going, "Hey, what do you think of this? What do you think of that?" And he had an opinion, and it was great. Yeah, but, but you know now I mean? it's known as the Pruny build oh, and nice. spec. Oh, and now was it your idea, Zuckerman? We got to get him to sign it. I've never had anybody sign a car before. I've always sign it. I, I've always thought that's pretty dumb. It's dumb, but in car. this case, because of his involvement. A pruny autograph is pretty great. Make sure it's under the hood. hood so you un, don't never see it. Under the hood. Shelby. I, we, no, we were going to do it on the seat. No. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that sit. awful? Isn't that awful on the Shelby's? Oh, I it's the that. worst. That's why I it's the worst. People, yeah, if you can find a Shelby worst. without his autograph, that's money. Yeah. Because you know? it's just, yeah, it's nonstop. Yeah, it's really bad. It's really terrible. That's great. But yeah, but, that that should be coming, Zuckerman. I hope you're ready. It should be. Now, you know, they're backlogged 90 days because of trouble at the port of Emden uh, in Germany because they had strikes there. Oh, and I'm sure that China shutting down with COVID is going to delay it another 90. They and can, then the world's going to end. They can take their time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We got enough shit in this garage. We got I'm looking. Too much stuff. I'm staring right now <laughs> at my E-Type thinking, God, I really want to drive that car. It's one of the three days of rain that we're going to have. Yeah. Right. And uh, by the way, for on the subject of this blizzard, does that help with our water problems? Yes. So has yes. anyone said that? No, but it's, you know, what they say is a very measured response. This is a good start, but we're going to need an awful lot more. But I, having lived here almost as long as you, I've noticed these patterns before. We get really dry, then we get really wet. And yeah. It, seemed, it all seems to be fine. Let me do an ad. Yeah, yeah, Let yeah, me yeah, do an yeah, ad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a brand new year, and Every Plate is here to help you achieve all of your resolutions. Every Plate helps you save money with delicious, affordable recipes delivered right to your door. Plus, if you're looking to cook more, Every Plate helps you expand your cooking skills with easy to follow recipe, recipes you can whip up in just six simple steps. It's going to be a great year with Every Plate. And saving money is top of mind right now, and America's Best Value Meal Kit helps you do just that all year round. Did you know every plate is 25% cheaper than grocery shopping. This means you can put the money you save on groceries towards new 
fun resolutions. Uh, is find more free time on your resolution list? Get every plate and take back the clock with fewer trips to the grocery store too and meals ready in 30 minutes or less. Uh, here you go. Get $1.39 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code SPIKE139. $1.39 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering my code uh, SPIKE139. Um, there you go. That's up to $134 value by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and dropping in the code SPIKE139. All right, back to the show. We have uh, some questions from our listeners that I'm going to try to get to. Oh, boy. Um, hopefully none of them will be, what is your two-car garage? Because I'm not interested <laughs> in talking about that. Yes, we're sitting in Zuckerman's 17th uh, nine-car garage. Oh, I've got no <laughs> internet connection now. So oh, no, yeah, I might have it. Oh, wait, down. hold on. Here we go. I got it. I got it. Huh? I'm good. Huh? All right. And uh, let me just make sure there's nothing else I wanted to get to here on this list. of. See, I do have all my notes. Look at that. By the way, Zuckerman, our double diamond run, we had just done a single diamond run. My son is just starting out. And I said, you can handle the single diamond, even though the teacher said, don't bring him down challenging stuff. He said, no, I'm too afraid to do it. I go, let's do it. So he does the single diamond and we crisscross it. And he, you should have seen him. He was so excited. He was so, we came across the double diamond. I'm like, come on, you can handle this rocks and trees. And that was a little too much for both of us. And there was uh, a lot of trepidation and fear. Um, but we made it. But I would not say we skied it. You know, because I... You survived. I, I, I got to... I'm managing uh, James, who I've really got to show him the pathway to crisscross down. And when you turn slope side, you're pointed straight down. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was pretty wild. You got to manage a moment of fear. But I'm used to that because I had friends growing up in college all from Colorado and Jackson Hole, who uh, said, don't worry, we'll teach you how to ski, and then would go to the top of the tram and jump off cliffs. Yeah. Uh, cliffs, like Corbett's. You know mm-hmm. what Corbett's drop in Jackson yeah. Hole is? They go, just jump. <laughs> I'd be like, what? I had a friend who he was an Austrian guy who was in the Austrian Army Ski Patrol, and I used yes. to go skiing with him, and it was it was all doc, Black Diamond, and i just follow him. I, you know, I didn't know what I was doing, but it's nuts. Instagram Cars wants to know, where are you guys going on Sundays? Nowhere. Nowhere and nowhere you'll know about. Oh. Oh, what really? All right. Well, okay, you know what? But I but I think we we don't have a regular place. Zuckerman and I have been doing drives out to check out his new place in Malibu and um, stop over and see Bill. He was still hanging out in the back, which we didn't tell anybody <laughs> he about. Even, he's probably still there. He, he, oh, yeah, so over, the, over, over New Year's, he said, I've got pies for you. I'm like, what? You're still in business? I'm uh, I'm up here, but... Um, Do you think... Uh, I know the location's not great, but Farrah's new place is going to maybe replace that for some people? Yeah. Yeah, any place where there's going to be cars, people will go. We, like- we, we like to drive out to Malibu, and it's always been... We love Bill, and we love the kitchen. It's always been about the drive sure. out to Malibu. And there are plenty of places us, for us to go with our little group of guys and hang out and, and have a cup of coffee. There you go. But uh, Elderly gentlemen but getting coffee. And there's a little bit of relief on Sunday mornings that I can do whatever I want. Right? Isn't that nice? <laughs> Isn't that nice? Yeah, because I've kind of been taking the last month off of good vibes for various reasons. And it's like, oh, I don't have to like get up and drive up Angeles yeah. Crest on Friday. Yeah. Yep. Um, 
Uh, Portia Forever wants to know, what car are you most excited about in 2023? I think Zuckerman and I just covered that. Mm. But is there something new coming out, Johnny, that you're excited about? I mean, I'm, I'm excited about the uh, Lamborghini Starato. So that's like the Dakar jacked yeah. up Uricon. It's just like for the same money you could get the Porsche Dakar, you can get the off-road Uricon, which I've driven, with a V10. And it's just like, it's so crazy to me that everyone's like going nuts for the Porsche when it's like... This is the one. So I think I think that's the car that I'm I'm stoked about. Oh, and <clears throat> if I may, I get to drive the uh, Aston Martin Valkyrie in February. Ooh, so that's wow. very exciting too. Lots of comments, of course, about Ken Block. Um, o to Passion says, "How does Denmark rank?" On Spike's car radio, I've moved here to help you out. So I know the number one. Has, I'll uh, look it up. Free. You guys keep talking. No, we don't need to know. Uh, I mean, We're doing can- great. We're doing great there. We are, I think, number one or two up there, I thought. Um, it's always us and Matt Ferrer and car guys. Uh, thoughts on the direction of the car market seems to be going. Mm. Well, like my ski tips pointed down, the used car market, uh, regular cars, is flat and uh, way down. Um, I can't speak to the vintage market. I'm sure great examples are still selling. Um, but... 2023 what a, is going to be a story, I think. I think the market is going to be a story. What about the GT3 Touring? How'd that sell? Very nicely. Well, without getting into numbers, but yeah, yeah we, you know, we, we, we're working with our, uh, our friends there and everybody, everybody gets a little taste. Everybody gets a little taste. Um, let's see. GT1 update. We gave it last week. You should listen to that show. Um, Spike, what are you going to buy your son when he's 16? You're right. A year closer. Well, keeping track of my son's age. Thank you. Um, I do, you know, and Zuckerman, you've already been here with your son. Buying a car for anybody in your family is exciting, isn't it? The the whole thought. I can't wrap my head around. It's so much fun because you're about you at that age. Yes. And you're thinking about them. You're thinking about you. Yes. It's terrific. But I... You know, have to be a parent first and foremost, and you have to go. You have to go look <laughs> grades, the whole deal, yeah. and what kind of. You're not on my. You're not on mic. Right, I can't hear you. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. doing good. I, I know you're different, but this is. The, I'm telling you the way I think about it. I, I'm not necessarily going to buy that kid a car. Like you didn't. Where I grew up, you didn't automatically get a car because you were 16 and a half. I know, and that's right? not did I. And then I came out here and I saw everyone right. did. Now I didn't get Dell or my daughter. Big pieces yes, on their did. first time out. Not yes, my daughter. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how we wait, backed wait, off of that. Dell's first car. He's had so. He's like seventeen. He's had eight new Audis at this point. No, okay. no, 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 no. Yes, he is. He had a. He had some sort of a three series. I think he had a brand new Audi. Okay. No, 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 no. He never had an Audi. He always had BMWs. Oh well. No, there was an Audi. There was an Audi. <laughs> my daughter had a had a Volkswagen. No, there was one Audi in the beginning. I remember no. it was black. But then there was a yeah. black BMW. I I've, I've seen a lot of Volkswagens with your kids coming out of them. Not Volkswagens, BMWs with your kids coming out And then out of them. you uh, open up that collection to him. Now, Dell is a smart kid who's doing well in school and can handle that stuff. But that you you didn't just give it to him. You looked at the kid and you went... This is... Okay. Uh, but, we, but here, th- let me answer the question this way. I am not ever putting that a teenager in anything fast that can kill him or somebody else. There's no way that's happening. Dell was always responsible in that respect. Yeah, but I wouldn't let him drive without me in the car. No way. Have you started teaching your kids to drive yet? They both know how to drive already. Can they drive a stick? That's fun. Yes. (laughs) Then they're going to be fun. The 12-year-old 
has uh, has uh, an electric bike called a Suron, electric off-road bicycle that he's in love with. So rides Suron. Oh, they're great. You're worried about cars, and you let him ride an electric bike? I mean, they're a thousand times more likely to die on that. No, we ride together. A Sauron from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and we found a great off-road whoopty trail right above our house. Zuckerman, and, help me, please. And like, we're jamming. Cars we had a milestone, Ferriston. What's that? I needed to move some cars recently, and I yeah. said to Dell, the 73 RS, I need you to move that. Oh. Yes. And uh, he had his first. You said one, this to who? Dell, my son. Right. So he had his first solo outing in the Tangerine 73. Driving it. RS. Wow, that's a fantastic. And you know what great. he said to me? He goes, "This is the greatest 911. The greatest 911. Perfect. Good that's for you, it. man. That's what and you want to hear." And I said, "Okay, if you ask me if it's the right day, you would now have the privilege of driving that car." Did we ever get confirmation? Don't say the plate. But did we get confirmation of the plate? The, the Hungarian plate. has not been very cooperative for the past couple of weeks. <laughs> uh, and I expect. Why? He's just. He's, he's been out as Christmas. He likes to have a good time. He's Hungarian. I'd love to know what he's doing over the holidays. <laughs> I don't know. Crimes. Uh, the crimes. <laughs> he's in Europe. He's here. He's yes. there. But I know we are due to I see each other. In, 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 we're what? due to see each other in the next couple of days. Okay. So we won't go there. But. Um, a couple of listeners have DM'd me about their uh, vanity plates, and I uh, had to hold my breath and say, well, I, we got something coming, I think. And I, I, I don't mean to be immodest, but I do think it's the ultimate. All time. All time. It's not a vanity plate. It's the ultimate California license plate for what we do and for people like us. People listen. Well, don't oversell it. <laughs> um, I can't. I can't possibly oversell it. Wow. And when you see it, you'll understand why. All right. Uh all right, let's see. Uh, we Everybody, why are you selling the GT3 Touring so soon? <laughs> That's good fortune. That is good fortune. But when did? how long do we keep that last one, Zuckerman? Not too bad, right? No, seven, eight months. Yeah, yeah. Um, on a Flyer wants to know, who would you rather buy from? Cat Bob, the infamous New York collector, or Zorzi? the person who used to keep the plastic and the styrofoam on the cars. I think you that's go. a, good, that's I, a okay. very good question. Go ahead, Zach. I know who got? I want. Who? Zorzi. Zorzi, right? Why? Yeah. I think he'd be easy to deal with. <laughs> In all honesty, it would be easier. Now, Cat Bob's got some cars I want, like that yes. crazy yes. 89 Cabriolet. Yes. That's the most customized car ever. The most optioned. Most yes. option, mm-hmm. but I think that. I, but honestly, I don't think that. I don't think that Cat Bob, uh, Mister Linton, would uh, would ever. He doesn't part with shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm a Zorzi guy too. I think. Yeah. Cat Bob second Zorzi. Well, mostly because I don't know much about Zorzi. No one has really tracked him down, other than that one auction description. <laughs> And and, uh, I'm becoming Zorzi-like. I like the stickers. I like the stuff still on the car. Yeah, absolutely. 
I think we turned in Zuckerman that touring. It still had the film over the infotainment screen. Absolutely. It still was on there. And it's on, look, it's on right here on our recorder right here. See, look, and why do you like that? What, what does that add in your mind? In your it mind? It just makes it, just it makes feel it more kind of special new. to us. And I know I have a good peel to look forward to someday when I want to do a peel. Peel it now. I, I, I don't need a peel right now. That, that now I'm going to look at this freaking recorder for the rest of my life and want to peel it. How many, uh, uh, Rafen Orden goes, how many driving or racing schools or training have you guys taken up? And a question for Johnny about Pikes Peak, but uh, uh, he just wants to know what schools we've gone to. Let's keep it simple. Uh, I've been to Skip Barber. I've been to Bondurant. I've been to countless with other manufacturers. Jeff Swartz coached me. I've had a lot of uh, training. Randy Phillips has coached me. Four uh, multi-day sessions at high-speed uh, go-kart places. Jim Hall. Jim Hall, at least three or four times. Uh, the, these other folks up at California Speedway, and I've done Skip Barber. I did three days there early on to get my license, which is somewhere up uh, on these little uh, Formula Fords. Is that what they are? In the rain. Super mm-hmm. fun. Oh, you did racing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, good yeah. for you, man. That's they awesome. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've forgotten everything, of course. Of course. And I don't know. I guess that still means I qualify. I don't I don't. No, mean, you got to do it every year or so. Oh, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Uh, what did Zuckerman get for Christmas? He's Jewish. Nothing. <laughs> cool. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> you know... <clears throat> You didn't I, get I had my first Christmas when I was in my 30s. I was so excited. I was like, wow, I'm finally going to get a peek behind the door. You guys are giving each other great shit. I know it. And my first gifts were underwear, screwdrivers, and a toaster oven. And that's pretty much what everyone got. And I thought, my God, I could buy this shit. And I do buy this shit any other day of the year. Is that what these people are really doing on Christmas? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was train sets, cars, toys, diamonds, horses, ponies, that kind of thing. No, screwdrivers and underwear. <laughs> I got this uh, hoodie that I'm wearing right now <laughs> that I had bought for myself and it just happened to get delivered. And then I got a pair of in and out uh, restaurant socks. And that Horrible. was it. That was all. I tell you what I did. But, buy my but I was happy about that because... I think a lot of uh, people are kind of like us, Zuckerman, a lot of our male listeners especially. We kind of, we get the shit during the year that we want. Spike looked at his watch. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And uh, again, like my wife hasn't even noticed that I have a new Daytona. She hasn't even, (laughs) she has no idea. (laughs) So when she said, what do you want? I said, you know what? I'm kind of good. I need a gray hoodie and I happen to buy one. Why don't you just wrap this up and give it to me? There you go. And then my, the surprise, the big surprise was in and out burger socks, which I wore up to Tahoe. So I did buy one thing. I stopped by a friend's, I'll call it a curio. He's, he's, he's a collector of various strange things that, that come his way. And one thing that was sitting on a shelf, <laughs> a child, it was a, a stamp collection. Remember the actor Michael York, Logan's Run? Sure. And so it was Michael York's book, a stamp collector's book. He must have got this thing in like 1939. And he has all of these stamps from countries that no longer exist, colonies that no longer exist. There were strange stamps of Hitler and and Mussolini shaking hands with each other. And it's just this weird, historical, valueless 
thing. Right. The couple of letters to Michael York in there. And he wasn't, what, is he a BC level actor? He was never a big actor. He was so, great in Austin Powers. Yeah, so. Yeah. I liked him growing up. I always enjoyed yeah. his performances. Yeah, but. so I'm, I'll show you the stamp thing. It's like something. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a, somebody gave me a, a collection of like Soviet stamps yeah. framed and it was awesome. It was like Stalin, you know, like right. <laughs> biggest murder of all time on a stamp. And then we got robbed. My apartment got robbed and, and somebody and stole they, it. That's what they stole. And I'm like, stamp, so one uh, valueless stamp. There is actually, a, <laughs> there are some stamps for the Ukraine that were issued during the time of Nazi occupation Oh no! Sh- with Hitler on them. Wow. So that was like, what, 42 or 43. So yeah, yeah. strange, weird stuff in here to go through. Oh, I want to see it. Yeah, you'll love it. I thought we had made, done a show without the mention of Nazis at least once. How, okay. Almost got to the feces. First, I thought for the first time. Oh, come on. It's documented me. You have Nazis inhabit my head 24-7, Ferris, since they're always, gonna, they're always there. Same. I realized that when you said I need privacy to read my Hitler books. Yes. And <laughs> I, and you weren't, he wasn't joking. He said, I need privacy to read my Hitler books. And I'm like, Zuckerman. I didn't say privacy. I said, I want to be left alone to read no, my Hitler books quiet, in peace. You needed a quiet place. Left in peace. Whatever you do, reading Hitler books by yourself. He was that close, Ferris. 58 years. Have you read enough Hitler books? No. You don't want to move no. on to something then, like, by the way, what about a Don Winslow book about cops? I have a new, I bought a book for you. Okay. I did buy you this a book. This could be a real Christmas gift. What do you, what did you get? This is it's a, it's a book from an Argent, no, from a, 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 a was he Argentinian? An author, yes. maybe Venezuelan. Right. It's entitled Cruise. The guy's name is the author's name is Nicholas. His last name begins with an F. I don't want to. I don't want to uh, butcher it. But it's about a guy whose father is a notorious hitman, and mm. he has to, as a result of familial obligation, take on a mission which involves some really oh. heinous killing and drug dealing. The first, and where does it take place? In between Uruguay and. Argentina. Oh, and, I am in. And the first line of the book says, mm-hmm. "Your father, your na- the name you were given is a hereditary disease. Something along <laughs> those lines." <laughs> oh, and, and right just, up Spike's alley. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> I consider my last name to be that. And yes, I think you yes, do as well. Hereditary Spike's so, like Spike's. Like, quick, the first thing I, I said really, to my therapist. I really related to that, and there were parts of the plot that are non-existent, but really? the amount of, of killing and violence uh, is wonderful. Wow. <laughs> C R U Z. I've recommended anyone who likes uh, like noir, noir fiction, and and drug dealing and violence. This is a book. Zuckerman's, I read it in one day. Zuckerman's book club. <laughs> That's right. Zuckerman's <laughs> book club. A charming new segment. <laughs> I give it five eight balls on Spike's Car Radio. Okay. My highest rating. <laughs> well. It's been a pleasure visiting with you guys. We're keeping the show short today. It's still the uh, holiday break. My kids are still on vacation. I got to get back. Um, but we're going to have a great year. This should be the year of video where you get to see our, what you call, radio faces. <laughs> Can't wait. Just what the people need. <laughs> I know. Well, it, it, it's fine. We, we can always put a little uh, filter in there so you can put little goofball things on Could there. you bring in like a makeup crew? What's that? A makeup crew? Yeah, you don't need makeup. No oh, one cares. <laughs> no one really cares. I always like, you've, you've, I, mean, yeah, I know you've done it, but like when you're on like CNN or, you know, stuff like that, and they're always like, let's, let's just do a little makeup. It's so weird. No, I always put it on. Oh, really? Yeah. I do. I mean, I do too. If I'm going on TV, that's the first stop. You get into the makeup chair. The the roll of the dice is you never know what you're going to get. 
you really never go. I, and, I know. And, I, I know what I get. I get red cheeks and pink lips. That's right. What they do to me. Yeah. There's a. That's that's just a type of. <laughs> what is Zuckerman doing? I think it's like an emergency. Oh boy. Oh boy. A client disbursement. This, yes, this, you never know what you're going to get with a makeup artist. Yeah. And uh, just watch content and you'll see it. You'll see, that's what I call the clowny makeup. Yeah. No, I'm it, always- It gets clowny. They always want, I'm like, I have a beard. I don't need makeup. And they're like, no, we'll just do a little no, bit. They just, you don't, you don't want to be shiny. Um, yeah. That's all. You yeah. just don't want to be shiny. Anyway, I, I, let's end the show. We're not going to do makeup yeah, on Spike's I know. Yet. It was a joke. It was a joke. Do you know why? Because you know why I did the podcast, so I didn't have to do makeup, so I didn't have to look at myself. So I like this. So you're gonna hate it. You're gonna now you're gonna turn something you like look, into something you hate. Can I be honest with you? Yeah, I kind of hate it right now. Oh, we were aware. Trust me. <laughs> Zuckerberg and I text each other like, "Oh, little Hitler's flaring up again." His bad mood. The book, by the way, the author of the book is Nicholas Ferraro Cruz. I recommend it. Okay, well, that's fantastic. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We'll see you next week on Spikes Car Radio, maybe. Thanks for listening to Spikes Car Radio, brought to you by Hangar 56. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.